Hey guys, what's going on? This is your girl, Model E of the E and Friends podcast. Thank you for tuning in to another bi-weekly episode with your girl. So guys, the devil tried everything in his powers for me to not to do this episode tonight. But guess what? He messing with the wrong one because I'm going to make it do what it do. My lighting didn't want to work. My phone was acting up on my computer. And I'm like, what is going on? But before we go ahead and start the show, I want to tell you guys about my vacation. Yeah, a girl has been on vacation with her boo, went down to Miami and had a ball. You hear me? Like living it up, living life. It was so dope, you guys. Let me tell you something. If I can just go on that beach and just live and don't have to worry about the everyday daily life, sign me up. You know, I wanted to come home, but I didn't want to come home. But, oh, don't worry. I will be back <laughs> plenty more times as well, too. So we had a lot of fun uh, on our vacation. Yeah. So I want you guys to continue to follow me on E and Friends Pod and on Twitter at Erica Jones with the Z on the end. So let's go ahead and start the show. Mm. So let me tell you guys, Natural Me, yay! Natural Me has done a relaunch and we are back open for business. Now you can shop on Instagram and Facebook and of course our site at naturalme.com. So come on and get all your holistic care. We are your advocate for a more healthier you. Come get your skincare. We have oils, herb infused oil. We have steam seeds, different colors. And we have herbs for steaming, which is we have three different blends. We have the natural detox. We have the calming if you want to just be calmed. And we have the toning if you want to tone the uterus. If you understand what I'm saying, if you've been overworking that vagina, then the toning is going to be for you. But, you know, it's okay. Ask questions. If you have any questions, you would like any education about the services, you know, that I provide, come and ask me. All right. All right. So thank you for that little shameless plug. (laughs) All right, guys. So let's go ahead and get into the podcast tonight. I got a few things that I want to wrap up for you guys. But first, let's go ahead and talk about um, Target. So Target will probably most likely let you return an item and keep it. You get your money back, but you get to keep the item as well especially if it's an online order. And the reason why they do that is because it's more pricier for them to actually accept that order and put it back in their inventory. And more than likely, they're probably not going to use it or they're not going to be able to resell it. So that's just, you know, wasted money on their end. But I'm not telling y'all to go buy stuff online and go return it back to Target to get your money and keep the item. Don't do that, okay? Because I know how a lot of you guys work. (laughs) Don't do it. Okay. Don't, don't, don't say model E say, oh, that's what Target doing. But you know, in reality, um, a few stores does that as well. Like I know, um, a lot of you shop on Amazon and a lot of times when I shop, there are some items, you know, that become, they broke or they get, you know, melted within the heat and stuff. And when you contact them, Amazon is perfect for this. Amazon has perfect customer service, 101% I give them. And um, so you go and, you know, 
you do your, your, your return online and you tell them, hey, something is wrong. And it was like, oh, just go ahead and keep the item. Don't even worry about it because it's not something that they can resell or reuse again. It's, it's not a benefit to them. So it's okay. But, um, you know, in those instances, you know, those do happen. So, you, you know, sometimes you do get to keep the items, you know, but if it's an item that's working in full, um, you know, don't return it. I mean, it, it doesn't work that way. Um, let's respect the business, okay? You know, as a businesswoman, you know, I definitely, you know, understand that. <laughs> So yeah, um, another thing I want to get in um, talk with uh, being a kid. Yeah, I've been sitting on this for a little while. You know, being a kid, and you know, you got whippings and stuff, and you know how your parents always fell after. You know, so I've been talking to a lot of people, and I've been asking them questions of you know when they were younger, when they would you know certain things that they do, they would get a spanking, and sometimes their parents feel terrible. And sometimes the parents is like, well, that's what happened. That's what you get. <laughs> so, but I had one incident. Um, you guys know, I always say I was raised by my grandparents. Okay. So this is why I am such a lovely person that I am today. You know, very Mary Poppins as if my husband would say. So if you guys are looking at this, then you can see all my face expressions and I talk with my hands. Okay. I'm trying to not talk with my hands all the time, but that's, that's what I do. Okay. So I was raised by old folks, my grandparents. And so um, one day the neighbor and, you know, older people and at the guy, he had a flower bed in front of his house. So we live right next door. So I was always over there, you know, riding my bike through his yard and stuff like that. And my grandfather was a man who would die first if he would have to hit me like Puncho that was my name Puncho he was like Puncho can't do no wrong you know that that's my baby you know so <sighs> one day the guy he said she was messing with my flowers and she messed up my flower bed and I'm like like uh-uh, no, I didn't. You know, I told my granddaddy, I say, no, daddy, I didn't do that. I didn't mess up his flower bed. You know, it, it was Teresa, you know, and um, and I'm just naming the name right there. You know, Teresa was my childhood friend and who also lived in the neighborhood. We all played together. And so my grandfather, he had to do something. He couldn't just not do anything. You know, I so-called messed up the flower bed so he had to do something in front of him so what he did was he spanked me he spanked me and I cried and guess what he cried too and for years he kept talking about it for years of how sorry he felt when he spanked me that he really didn't want to do it but he felt he had to do something because the guy was there and that's why he did it so later on you know they found out the truth what really happened and he was like tears started coming out of his eyes because he was like oh my god I, you know I just spanked my baby girl <laughs> y'all I, I look I was a privileged kid when I was growing up. Okay, I got anything I want. I was the oldest. After my mother had me, my mother couldn't take me with her. My grandparents fell so much in love with me. They basically just took me and raised me. 
<laughs> they took me and they raised me. So, but yeah, and I, I, I've talked to some other folks and they were like, you know, they, they did certain stuff and it was like, my parents were just like, whatever, you know, it wasn't no hard feelings and nothing. You know, that is how they were raised, you know, like they couldn't do anything wrong. It's like they had to be basically perfect. You know, they had to get perfect grades. They couldn't go outside and play all the time or they couldn't play um, specific things you know, like how normal kids just go and get into everything outside, they wasn't able to do that. So a lot of people had a, a, a very tough childhood. So my childhood that I raised up in, I said it was pretty nice. You know, I, I basically got what I want. Uh, I was always talked to, you know, if I ever need to talk, have a conversation with anyone, the door was always open. Um, I saw a lot of things of, you know, how a woman should do things because my grandmother, you know, back then the ladies done everything that pertains to cooking, keeping a house clean, uh, you know, basically serving their man, you know, serving their man. And so I, I follow that and I still do that now. You know, it's, it, it doesn't mean that, you know, I'm being a a person that who would just so submissive to her husband that she does anything for him. And no, it's not like that. I am submissive to my husband because he is my husband and I love him and I appreciate him. And he's a leader. You know, if a man is going to lead me in the right direction, guess what? I'm going to do everything I can to keep that man happy. So that's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. But yeah, so I got that one spanking one time and he never did it again. And even now, after he's gone a few years later, my mother, we talk about that all the time. She was like, girl, daddy did not want to, to spank you. He was so upset and you could have just seen the tears rolling down his eyes. See, now that's how you know when you got people wrapped around your finger, okay? When they start crying, don't want to hurt you, but trust me, you and it good. <laughs> All right, so the next topic um, I want to talk about is this woman, okay? I was going through the parking lot, the grocery store parking lot, and I saw this woman. She had her, she was driving, driver's side. She had her car door open. And she had a cucumber in her hand. I'm not telling y'all no, no lie. I actually saw the cucumber and she was wiping it off. Like she was wiping it off. Like she was massaging it, wiping it off. And I saw her put it in her mouth. No, it wasn't peeled. It was skin on everything. And I'm like, um, she was rubbing that thing like a penis. Like, what, what type of freaky shit is this? You know, you leave the car door open. Everybody can see you. And you just wiping down it. You know, like, like, okay. So I just continue to mind my business. But I just had to tell you guys that because I thought that was just freaky as hell. That was very freaky. You know, I mean, I love cucumbers too. But I'm going to wait till I get home, clean it, shave that motherfucker. And then cut them up, maybe put them in some vinegar a little bit. But I am not about to sit in the parking lot with my door open and eat no whole cucumber. I don't love it that much. <laughs> maybe she was just freaky or something. You know, you can't underestimate people these days. <laughs> All right. So I got something that 
I want to read to you guys. And this is something um, that happened between a couple, not a married couple, but just a general couple. And I want to get your thoughts on it. Okay, so this couple has been dating for a year. So the guy bought a gift to celebrate their one year anniversary. So he went to a favorite store that um, she loves and that everyone goes to. And he bought her this bracelet and she loved the bracelet, like really loved it. No doubts about it. And she was like, well, I'm going to show you my gift later. So he was like, okay. And then he went into his bedroom and she came out in this, you know, nice, sexy lingerie. You know how women do. She came out as nice, sexy lingerie and he was like, she looked great in it. Nothing was wrong with it. She looked very great. And so when he went to that area, some assuming he went into the back area towards her, her ass, he saw that it was a tattoo with their initials on it. Yes. So I'm like, oh my God, are you serious? This woman, the only been dating for a year. So he's like, how am I supposed to feel about this? <laughs> But sir, let me tell you, I don't know because y'all would be going together for a year and he's okay with the gesture. Like it's okay, but he's unsure of, I think it's a little too early for them to be doing that. You know, because people as a married couple, a lot of times people don't want to get their names, their partner's name stamped on them. But just to be in a relationship for a year, yeah, it may be good and everything, but we haven't had a conversation about furthering this thing. We haven't even had a conversation about getting engaged or getting married or having kids. And now you're going to tattoo our initials on your ass? In my opinion, I'm not going to do that. Nah, I'm good. But um, what do you guys think about that? Do you guys say that she should have did that? Do you think she should have had a conversation with him first or at least be like, hey, baby, I got this idea. Let me know what you going to think. So I, I feel him. I really do. I, I feel him. But ooh, that's a hard pill to swallow. I'm, I'm wondering if they're still together because it, it, ladies, look, we know how we are. If a man does or say something we don't like, we're going to go off the deep end real quick, which is something that, you know, I'm trying to do better at. But, you know, we tend to go off the, the deep end, right? So, yeah, y'all like my little setup? Sorry to get sidebar, but, you know, I'm just in a little comfortable mood right now. And, you know, I think it looks cute. <laughs> okay, back to the show. All right. You know, this is why y'all like me so much, because I'm crazy as hell. Okay. But... What do y'all think? Do y'all really think that she should have done that? What should he do in this situation? That That's what he's thinking. And um, you know what? I think I'm going to propose this question. Um, my husband and I are going to actually talk about this on Life and Love. So I'm going to put this out there because the people need to hear this. And we need to help this guy. Hopefully that they are still in a relationship because I don't know, that might be a deal breaker like hold on baby pump your brakes 
you're moving too fast. You know, sometimes you can't move too fast in a relationship. This is why a lot, speaking of moving too fast, this is why a lot of women have it hard on finding a lifetime partner because they move too fast. If you did this to me today, after five days, just imagine what you did with other guys that you've been with. I mean, it's, it's rational thinking. It's rational thinking. Like, you, you can't move too fast. Take things slow. Get the opportunity to know one another. Find out what each other likes. Find out what each other don't like. Go spend a night or two together and see how, you know, he snores. See if she hiccup or talk shit in her sleep or something or you know, just see how shit is. You, you got to go step out there these days, okay? You just can't see a person, have a conversation with them on the phone and be like, oh, yeah, I like it. No, because people are crazy, okay? <laughs> so please, guys, give me your thoughts on what you think he should do and what she should have done before she done the tattoo. So let me know your thoughts. So... Burger King employee. I know you guys haven't seen this. I may be a little late on this, but this guy who works at a Burger King, he was there for a few years, he said. And, you know, he been in situations where, you know, he don't really have much. You know, he just working. He's getting by. You know, he's living his life. He never really took a vacation. He has kids and he would like to see his kids. But all he do is constantly work because he needs his bread. So he works. So he's been working at Burger King for a few years and it was his anniversary. I can't remember how many years, but they gave him like a little um, tote bag, a little backpack with stuff in it. And he was naming a few stuff like they had in it. It was like chocolate, pens, um, gum, they like little notepads. Oh, and the one thing that stuck out to me, movie tickets. Yeah, a movie theater ticket. No, not tickets, a ticket. That shocked him as well. When you give somebody some movie ticket, you give them tickets for two. Take somebody else. You know, everybody don't go to the movies by themselves. Do two. Like something just come in packages of two. Okay. <laughs> and so, you know, he, he felt a little bit like it was just stuff that they had laying around the office and they gave it to him. He, he liked the gesture of them, you know, giving him something from working, you know, for all those years and being a great employee. But at the same time, I know he made that video because I'm sure he felt that he was a little unappreciated. You know, no one is really going to make a big deal out of something if it's not nothing. You know, that's just my opinion. So he went and he did this video. Um, one of the actors, it was a male, he, um, you know, he he liked his video and, you know, I guess he, he fell for him and he donated a couple thousand dollars. Um, they started a GoFundMe account and he had got, oh my God, I want to say maybe like $10,000. And he was able to go take a vacation and to go see his kids, you know, which was a great thing. You know, sometimes you put stuff on social media, you know, the world does give back and, um, you know, they help him out. And um, so, you know, that, that part was dope, but I'm wondering how Burger King feels 
you know, a lot of time we on these jobs, we work for years and you feel overworked and unappreciated, you know, and it's nothing worse than working for a company. And you are working because you're trying to make your money. You're trying to pay your bills. You're trying to live your life. So that's why you go and you work. We don't work just because we want something to do because we can do other stuff. We work because we want to make money. And when you go to work, that's a place where you basically spend all your time, especially if you go into the office. You know, now we have remote jobs. Ain't nobody really going into the office now, except those people who love to be around other people. And quite frankly, I'm not one of those. So, you know, you, you, you give these people all your hard earned time, you know, you're, you're faithful to your job. You go in there every day, you make a difference, you make them profitable and they don't really recognize you. And that gets tiresome. Sometimes you want an incentive. Sometimes you want a little pat on your back saying, good job. But they don't do that. All they want is their peace and their happiness. I, I've heard something once and I can't correctly quote it the right way, but it said working someone else's job makes them rich, but you are still in the same place where you are. You just working to barely make it, but you're making them rich. They don't care anything about you because if something happens to you, guess what? Tomorrow, somebody will be sitting in your seat or at your computer doing your job. And that is basically true. You know, I have worked for one company. Okay, one company in my life. And, and normally companies like this, they're like small companies who care about their employees? You know, they really take care of their employees because they are a small business. And I worked this one job, very sweet people. The owners, they were so sweet. And I, um, I didn't, I stopped working there. And, I, and I'm saying it like this because, you know, in my head, you know, I'm like, they were just so nice people, you know, but I had to make a decision and my decision was to leave. They done everything in their powers to try to keep me. They offered me more money. They offered me like a more higher position because basically the manager wanted me to be her and she needed to upgrade her role because the owners were, you know, they were up in age and they wanted to go and do their own thing, you know, so they needed someone to run that company on a daily. And well, there was a point, that was that point in my life where I, I didn't want that. That's not what I wanted. I just wanted to go somewhere, do my job, come back home because I have my own stuff that I have to do. I have my own business to run. So I'm not really trying to work too hard on anybody's job, if you understand what I'm saying. <laughs> so... With that being said, if you work for those smaller companies, you know, they normally most of the time appreciate you, you know, you get bonuses and all that stuff like that. And it's nothing to them. But when you work for big companies, a lot of times they don't care because if you don't want to be there, they can get somebody else to be there. And most of the time, anyway, if you don't want to be there, they're still going to keep you. Y'all know how many times, other people complain about this too, that I went through 
drive-throughs, and and it, they're mainly young kids, younger millennials. They don't want no job. They just trying to get a check, and they don't speak. They barely look at you, and they just have such nasty attitude. They talking on the mic and shit. I'm trying to order. They talking on the mic. I'm like, what the fuck kind of establishment is this? You know. So it's look businesses customer service is number one now chick-fil-a and this place called pdq i know it's down here in the south i'm not sure if it's anywhere else but chick-fil-a and pdq have the best hands down customer service you never went to chick-fil-a and you had a rude ass person never you barely go to chick-fil-a and they forget to put something in your bag i think i've heard maybe two people said oh chick-fil-a forgot to put something in my bag and you know what my thing was don't get mad at them because they don't do it often if you call them and let them know what they did they'll be like hey do you want to come back and get it or or we can you know give you a gift certificate for your next order. That's how sweet they are. So since I'm on that subject about being sweet, let me tell you something happened at McDonald's one day. So I went to McDonald's one morning, didn't have no other alternative. So I went to McDonald's and I just got me a breakfast sandwich. Well, normally I always look at my food before I eat it. This time I prayed and I just, I bite it one time, but it was in my mind. I'm like, okay, look at it, look at it, look at it. So I look in it, and oh my God, it was a long strand of hair. Y'all know I about tear down my car door, all up in arms. I got on the phone and I called them and it was like, when you have to um, call the 1-800 number and do a complaint. And I was like, why I gotta do a complaint? I just left the drive-through. Why do I have to do a complaint? So. They gave me the rundown. Okay, I'll just do a complaint. It wasn't even that much, but it's the principle of it, okay? <sighs> so, call, I did a complaint, and I couldn't really get in contact with nobody. So, you know me, I go to Twitter. Twitter, you can find anybody on Twitter. Do you need to get in contact with somebody? Use Twitter. Twitter is your best friend. So, I went on Twitter, and I messaged them. McDonald's got back to me, but they told me, hey, fill this online form out, put which store, you know, location that you're at, and somebody will give you a call. Okay, I did that. About three days later, someone gave me a call and they told me, you know, sorry for your inconvenience. I will have the store manager to give you a call. Okay, well, why did you call me if we wasn't going to solve anything? So guess what? I never heard anything. So McDonald's, Walmart, they're in the same category. Like they're just so big. Like they're this big conglomerate to the, the fact that they don't really care. They got shit going on. They all over the world. They don't give a fuck about your little sandwich, you know, or my sandwich and my, you know, this scenario, my sandwich, but they, they don't care. They don't care about it. But what I'm saying is back to the story. Treat your employees, you know, with respect. Let them know that they are appreciated because people are not going to work if they're not appreciated. 
And y'all need to increase these hourly rates because that's why when we go in these restaurants, there is nobody to work, okay? Because people have gotten smart. They are self-empowering now because, you know, we got the internet. Look, COVID taught us a lot of how to deal with life, learn how to use these computers, social work, network all this stuff so a lot of people is doing that now nobody wants to go into a job paying $12 an hour having all type of shit barking in your face nobody wants to do that so I'm speaking to all you employees out there who are not um, yeah, employers who are not giving your employees um, the, the money that they deserve um, the respect that they deserve for helping your establishment grow and be profitable you need to go ahead and listen to this and take care of them. All right. All right. I felt like I've been talking a whole lot about that. See, this is the thing about me. Y'all know I be filling your knowledge basket. So every day I can't give y'all funny jokes every day, even though I do shit to make y'all laugh at me, but I can't give y'all funny jokes every day. <laughs> All right. So the last thing on my list that I'm going to talk about tonight is, is this pest company here in North Carolina. They are looking for... I think they was looking for 25 people to drop off, well, no, to let them drop off 100 cockroaches in your home, okay? Yeah, I, I saw this on news. So you you go online and it's this company, I'm not gonna call the company name, but you go and you signed up and you can let them drop off 100 cockroaches. So, Y'all heard me, right? Yeah, 100. Now, we all know if you got experience with roaches or know anybody else that had roaches, if you drop off just one roach, just one roach to somebody's house, you know, it's going to turn into 10, it's going to turn into 20, 50, 100, 300. Boom. You think we got a problem. But 100 cockroaches? And they tell you the stipulation, you can't do your self-stermination, none of that. You can't do anything. You just got to live as normal. And after, I think they was going to do it for 30 days. And after 30 days, if they're, they're, now this is, now let me tell you about this treatment that they're using. This treatment that they're using it's like a homemade, like a, you know, how everything is being healthy made now. Okay. So this is something that they're making in the kitchen. Okay. So it don't really have anything potent in it. That's going to just have these roaches gone. So you're going to have to have the roach in your house for 30 days. No day and day humping and kicking and shitting and making more babies. Okay. Just fucking up your crib. And for the people to say, okay, we're going to let this stand for 30 days and we're going to try this homemade product. And if it don't work, then we'll try some other products to get them out of your home. Huh? No. I'm sorry, sir. I'm not going to allow you to bring no 100 cockroaches in my house and to tell me that if it doesn't work, <laughs> we'll try something else. Nah, I'm good. And I think they were offering like $500. It, it wasn't much. It, it wasn't much. It definitely was under $800 that they were offering. So I don't care if they were offering $500,000. I wasn't going to do it. I'm sorry. I love my home. I love my peace. 
500,000 is what I don't have at the moment and what I don't know won't hurt me. Okay. But I am not about to let nobody drop off 100 cockroaches in my house and they ain't here fucking and shit because ain't nobody fucking in my house but me creating no babies. Okay. <laughs> you feel me? So if you don't mind this company, they're still advertising. If you don't mind them dropping off 100 cockroaches in your house for about $500 for 30 days, bingo, you got it. Go ahead and sign up. <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to let you guys know that I just thought that was crazy. And um, I'm nowhere interested in that at all. Um, I don't think anybody should just let somebody just bring all that nastiness into their home. Um, they could easily easily find abandoned houses or go to some of these like projects or something that's already nasty and that they're about to tear down like they need to practice on those places not come to people regular houses you know and do that I think it's very rude and very disrespectful of them to even attempt to act somebody that like these people treat people like crackhead you know they're like they didn't do anything for two dollars no no not all of us not all of us but you know hopefully i haven't offended anyone in no way or any circumstance you know i am your girl your host model e thank you for tuning into the e and friends podcast and i hope to see you next by week remember to follow me on e and friends pod and on twitter at erica jones with the z on the end and if you can't be good be careful